David sometimes sang the blues. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is a daily podcast, and we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Welcome. I'm so glad to be back with you today on a regular show. Just a reminder, this Saturday, November the 13th, is the 17th anniversary of LifeSpring Media. So we're going to have a little bit of a celebration on Saturday. And I'd like to thank you for your patience with me for the last couple abbreviated shows. Yesterday's was unexpected on my part, what with the extra time with the lovely Lady Leanne at the hospital. We'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. Today, we're going to read Psalms 30 through 32, and I'm calling the episode, David Sings the Blues. This title is in reference specifically to chapter 31, and it might surprise you that there actually is such a thing as Christian blues music. I really like blues music, and several years ago when I was doing the LifeSpring Weekend Music Show, of which I did 102 episodes, that you can listen to even now at LifespringMedia.com. Well, when I was doing that show, I discovered a guy named Jimmy Bratcher. He's a really good blues guitar player and a singer as well as being a preacher. And I'll be playing one of his songs for you at the end of today's show. Well, last time we were in the Psalms, instead of comments after, I gave you introductions before I read the chapters. I'm going to do that today as well. I think it helps to put them into context. And then today, after the readings, we'll learn what happened on this date in church history. And I received a boostagram a couple of days ago that had a comment that I want to share with you we have an important prayer request as well. So, let's get going. Psalms chapter 30. Uh, The title of this psalm, depending on the translation, is a psalm, a song at the dedication of the house of David. Some translations use the word temple instead of house, so a song at the dedication of the temple of God. The King James, the New King James, the Complete Jewish Bible, Christian Standard Bible, Holman Christian Standard, etc., all say the house of God. And then a couple of the newer translations, like the New Living Translation, the Contemporary English Version, and even the older Revised Standard Version use the word temple. Well, some scholars believe that this was written by David for the dedication of David's palace, which was built before the temple. Um, Others, including Charles Spurgeon, believe that David wrote it before the temple was ever built. You see, God had told David that he would not be the one to build the temple, but that his son, Solomon, would be the one to build it. So perhaps he wrote this song so that it could be sung at the dedication of the temple. We don't know for sure. Well, with there being no across-the-board agreement on whether this was written for the dedication of David's palace or the temple, all I can say is it doesn't really matter for our purposes. The fact is that the psalm doesn't even mention the house or the temple. Whether it was for the palace or the temple, David wanted everybody's attention to be on God. This is really a psalm of praise for God or to God. With that said... Here's Psalms chapter 30. Lord, I will give you honor. You brought me out of deep trouble. You didn't give my enemies the joy of seeing me die. Lord, my God, I called out to you for help, and you healed me. Lord, you brought me up from the place of the dead. You kept me from going down into the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you who are faithful to him. Praise him, because his name is holy. His anger lasts only for a moment but his favor lasts for a person's whole life. 
Weeping can stay for the night, but joy comes in the morning. When I felt safe, I said, I will always be secure. Lord, when you gave me your help, you made Mount Zion stand firm. But when you took away your help, I was terrified. Lord, I called out to you. I cried to you for mercy. I said, What good will come if I become silent in death? What good will come if I go down to the grave? Can the dust of my dead body praise you? Can it tell how faithful you are? Lord, hear me. Have mercy on me. Lord, help me. You turned my loud crying into dancing. You removed my clothes of sadness and dressed me with joy. So my heart will sing your praises. I can't keep silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Psalm 31. The title is To the Chief Musician. And Charles Spurgeon said of this psalm, The dedication to the chief musician proves that this song of mingled measures and alternate strains of grief and woe was intended for public singing, and thus a death blow is given to the notion that nothing but praise should be sung. So David sometimes sang the blues. But isn't that point that Spurgeon made interesting? How many songs are written for the church today that are not songs of praise? I dare say not many. And perhaps that's appropriate, but as we've seen from our reading of the Psalms thus far, David did not shy away from writing about the troubles in his life. And the fact that so many of the Psalms reflect the difficulties that we sometimes face tells us that God wants us to bring those troubles to Him. Like a good, loving Father, He wants us to trust Him to help us in the midst of difficult times. Now, portions of this Psalm are quoted in many other places in the Bible as well. Most notably, the last words Jesus spoke on the cross were from verse 5, "...into your hand I commit my spirit." Jeremiah quoted verse 13 six times in the book of Jeremiah, and the Apostle Paul quoted verse 24 in Psalms 16, 13. Psalms chapter 31 I come to you, Lord, for protection. Don't let me be ashamed. Do as you have promised and rescue me. Listen to my prayer and hurry to save me. Be my mighty rock in the fortress where I am safe. You, Lord God, are my mighty rock and my fortress. Lead me and guide me so that your name will be honored. Protect me from hidden traps and keep me safe. You are faithful, and I trust you because you rescued me. I hate the worshipers of worthless idols, but I trust you, Lord. I celebrate and shout because you are kind. You saw all my suffering and you cared for me. You kept me from the hands of my enemies and you set me free. Have pity, Lord. I am hurting and almost blind. My whole body aches. I have known only sorrow all my life long, and I suffer year after year. I am weak from sin, and my bones are limp. My enemies insult me. Neighbors are even worse, and I disgust my friends. People meet me on the street, and they turn and run. I am completely forgotten, like someone dead. I am merely a broken dish. I hear the crowds whisper, Everyone is afraid. They are plotting and scheming to murder me. But I trust you, Lord, and claim you as my God. My life is in your hands. Save me from my enemies who hunt me down. Smile on me, your servant. Have pity and rescue me. I pray only to you. Don't disappoint me. 
disappoint my cruel enemies until they lie silent in their graves. Silence those proud liars. Make them stop bragging and insulting your people. You are wonderful, and while everyone watches, you store up blessings for all who honor and trust you. You are their shelter from harmful plots, and you are their protection from vicious gossip. I will praise you, Lord, for showing great kindness when I was like a city under attack. I was terrified and thought, they've chased me far away from you. But you answered my prayer when I shouted for help. All who belong to the Lord, show how you love him. The Lord protects the faithful, but he severely punishes everyone who is proud. All who trust the Lord, be cheerful and strong. Psalms 32 is again a psalm of David, and many translations add that this is a maskil or maskil. Some translations say a contemplation. Maskil is a Hebrew word, and a better translation than contemplation might be instruction. There are 12 psalms with this title, of which this is the first. We find both instruction and contemplation in this psalm, and the word Selah is found three times. And it's believed that Selah, of course, means to stop and think about what we've just read. So whether it's an instruction or a contemplation, to stop and think about what you've read or heard makes sense. G. Campbell Morgan wrote, This is a psalm of penitence, but it is also the song of a ransomed soul rejoicing in the wonders of the grace of God. Sin is dealt with, sorrow is comforted, ignorance is instructed. Psalms chapter 32 Our Lord, you bless everyone whose sins you forgive and wipe away. You bless them by saying, You told me your sins without trying to hide them, and now I forgive you. Before I confessed my sins, my bones felt limp, and I groaned all day long. Night and day your hand weighed heavily on me, and my strength was gone as in the summer heat. So I confessed my sins and told them all to you. I said, I'll tell the Lord each one of my sins. Then you forgave me and took away my guilt. We worship you, Lord, and we should always pray whenever we find out that we have sinned. Then we won't be swept away by a raging flood. You are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble, and you put songs in my heart because you have saved me. You said to me, I will point out the road that you should follow. I will be your teacher and watch over you. Don't be stupid like horses and mules that must be led with ropes to make them obey. All kinds of troubles will strike the wicked, but your kindness shields those who trust you, Lord. And so your good people should celebrate and shout. Well, beloved, what are your thoughts? You can comment at comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. But the best place to comment is on the show notes page for this episode. This is season 12 of the show, and it's the 72nd episode. So the number for this episode is S12E72. So go to the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com slash S12E72. In our reading tomorrow, we'll be back with Job, and we'll be reading chapters 21 and 22. All right, so I got a boostagram from John, and uh, he said, I've got to gently disagree with the description of the Puritans' theology having been based on works. 
Their writings have lifted my soul, especially when it comes to our complete dependence on the grace of God. And then he has a book uh, recommendation here, Worldly Saints, The Puritans as They Really Were, by Leland Riken, John says, is a good start to understand Puritan teaching. Joel Beek has also written many great books on them. And then he ends with Grace and Peace. And he sent a 500 sat boostergram using the Fountain app. And John, John, Brother John, thank you for that comment. I appreciate your gentle disagreement, and I did a little bit more research on the Puritans after I read your boostergram. You're right. I was a bit harsh with my quick shorthand comment about the Puritans. I should have been more careful with my words, and John, your point is very well taken, brother. God bless you. Thank you. Now, if you'd like to send me a boostergram, you got to use one of those new shiny podcast apps that you can find at newpodcastapps.com. On this date in church history, November 10th, the year 492, Patrick, a young British monk who had once been held captive by the Irish, returns to the land of his captivity and begins a lifelong mission to the Irish people. Ministering there for more than 50 years, St. Patrick came to be known as the Apostle of Ireland. And on this date in church history, 1483, Martin Luther, the German reformer, was born. His 95 theses, posted on the door of the Wittenberg Palace Church in 1517, inaugurated the Protestant Reformation in Europe. Luther also translated the Bible into German and authored 37 hymns, including A Mighty Fortress. A mighty fortress is our God. You know that song? Yeah. Roderick signed up at LifespringMedia.com support with a $50 a month donation, which makes him today's executive producer. Roderick, thank you very much. Beloved, monthly donations are really important because there are monthly expenses that go on and on and on, and it's good to know that I don't have to figure out how some of those are going to get paid. Roderick, thank you, brother, and God bless you. We'll be hearing more about Roderick in a little bit. And as I mentioned earlier, this Saturday is the 17th anniversary of LifeSpring Media, and I've got some special anniversary donation amounts you might like to play with. I like palindromes. Uh, a palindrome, of course, is a number that's the same frontward and backward. So how about a $17.71 donation or a $71.17 donation or a $171.71 donation or even a $717.17 donation? And if you're feeling really generous, 1717.17. Just having fun. Only you can decide how much the show's worth to you, how much value it brings to your life. And also, this week only, for any donation over $50, if you'll email me your physical address, I'll send you a signed copy of my book, Webb's Easy Bible Names Pronunciation Guide. So, Roderick, be sure you send me your email address so I can send your copy out to you. But really, no matter the amount, your donation makes the show possible. There are no cheesy advertisers on here. I won't take any advertising. I've told you before why. The Word of God will not be censored on the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and advertising equals censorship. So, I rely on you. If you think this show is important in your life and in the life of others, I ask that you return some of that value to me in the form of a donation. Go to support.lifespringmedia.com to find out more. I thank you for that, and I know God will bless you. Okay, so in case you wanted to know exactly what happened yesterday and why 
two days in a row, you didn't have a complete show from me. The first one, of course, I already told you about, and that was the day we went down to San Diego to be with our good friends, the Ploofs. Well, so here's what happened yesterday. As I told you on Sunday, Leanne has needed an outpatient surgery for some time, but because of the pandemic, it had to be postponed until this past Monday. Check-in time was 12.15, just afternoon, and the whole thing was supposed to take about two hours. So, at the very outside, even if I, even taking into consideration that hospitals are slow, sometimes checking people out, the latest I should have been able to get her back home would have been about 3 to 3.30. That would have left me six and a half to seven hours to get the show done before my 10 o'clock local time here publishing deadline. They didn't even start the procedure until 2.20. Well, as it turned out, the procedure itself only took about 45 minutes, but there were some little complications in the recovery room. Uh, Nothing at all to be much concerned about, but we didn't end up leaving for home until just after 8 o'clock (laughs) p.m. And remember, I've got a 10 o'clock publishing deadline I like to keep. So anyway, we got her home at about 8.30, and I had to get her settled in, and I wanted to spend some time with her before heading up here to the studio. I wanted to be sure everything was okay, that she got settled in well, and, you know, just have some cuddle time, really. Well, by the time I sat down on the computer, there was zero time to deliver any more than what you got on yesterday's episode. As it is, I hit the publish button at two minutes after 10, my time. The good news is the surgery went very well, and the prognosis is good. Uh, The doctor said that uh, it could take as long as six weeks before we know if we have the results we're looking for. Um... Leanne is hoping to get back to work by uh, tomorrow or Friday. Uh, We'll see how that goes. But both Leanne and I want to thank you very much for your prayers. And we'd be very thankful if you'd keep praying for her during the healing process. Well, I've got more good news. Remember about a week ago, I said I needed help getting the newsletter out because I just don't have the time to do it. And I asked for some help. Well, Kirsty from Perth, Australia stepped up, and I'm so happy to welcome Kirsty to the team. Let's see, let me count now. How many on the team? Uh, that makes uh, <laughs> three of us counting the lovely Lady Leanne, because I couldn't do any of this without her support. But Kirsty's a very welcome addition, and we're thanking God for her help. So I hope we'll be able to start the newsletter back up in the next week or so. Now, if you're not yet on the list, go on over to news.lifespringmedia.com and sign up. I promise I will never sell your name or email address to anybody ever, no way, no how. It stays with me. This sign-up is just so you can get the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible Newsletter. The reading schedule for the coming week is in there, so if you want, you can read ahead and then send in comments or questions you might want me to address in my after-reading commentary. And then there's always another little tidbit in there that you don't get on the show. So go on over to news.lifespringmedia.com if you haven't yet signed up. Prayer requests. All right, I said earlier that we'd hear a little bit more about Roderick. Roderick sent in a uh, prayer request a couple of days ago asking for healing. He's asking for stroke recovery as only God can provide if it is his will. And uh, Roderick, I'm sorry it took a couple of days to get this on the show. (laughs) You heard just now why it's taken a couple of days. But Roderick, please know that I have been praying for you since you sent this in. And now the LifeSpring family can add this to their prayers as well. And we also need to uh, thank the Lord 
that uh, Kathy's arm is feeling much better. She can't use her arm much. Remember, she had uh, they found an extra tumor, or uh, they found a new tumor on uh, uh, one of her shoulder blades, and they had to radiate it extra hard to get it out of there because it was too deep to operate on. But uh, Dell says that her arm is feeling better, and the pain meds are controlling her pain pretty well. So that's a praise. And then we need to pray that uh, Leanne's uh, recovery continues and that she'll heal up well and that the uh, uh, desired results from the surgery will be manifested uh, in the next six weeks, hopefully less. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to be able to enter your throne room again. What a joy it is to be with you. You are our God, our creator, our provider, our shelter, our healer. You're holy and you love us and we praise you. I pray right now, Lord, for healing for Roderick, who has evidently had a stroke. Lord, we ask that you touch him today and bring healing to his body. I think of my mother-in-law, Noni, and the strokes that she's had, Lord, and the recovery that you've given to her. And I know you can do it for Roderick as well. If it's your will, Lord, we ask you to restore Roderick. I don't know how severe his stroke was or how it affected him, but I don't need to know. What I do know is that its severity doesn't matter to you. If you want to heal him, Lord, you can. And we're just coming to you now to ask, please, in Jesus' name, Lord, bring Roderick a healing. And I thank you and praise you for Kathy's improvement in her arm and that her pain is able to be controlled better. Please, Lord, continue that in her body. And I thank you that Leanne's surgery went well yesterday. And in the coming days, Lord, I pray that her healing goes quickly and that her pain would just completely subside. Give her good rest and restored strength. I pray this in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, for the LifeSpring family members. Lord, I pray that you would be with each one, Lord. Thank you for bringing them to be a part of this community that, that is building here. And I ask God that you would bless each one through your word that we read every day. And I pray, God, that the words I say would be an inspiration to them or an instruction to them or just cause them, Lord, in some way to grow closer to you and have a better understanding of who you are. I pray that you would bless each one of them, Lord. We love you, Lord, and we are so thankful that we are your kids. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you'd like to send a prayer request in, just go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com. You'll find a form there that is easy to fill out. You can give me as much or as little detail as you want. Let me know if you want to remain anonymous. Just use your first name, whatever. It's very easy to do, very non-threatening. I just want to be able to have us all agree together as we lift up our, our requests and praises to God. Please remember, if you haven't yet filled out the survey, please do that at lifespringmedia.com survey. Also remember, there's only a couple of days left to get your anniversary donation amounts in at support.lifespringmedia.com. And one last thing, I want to tell you that just after I sign off today, I'm going to be playing a Jimmy Bratcher song for you called Pray For Me. You can uh, find out more about Jimmy Bratcher at jimmybratcher.com. That's J-I-M-M-I-E-B-R-A-T-C-H-E-R.com. He's a good guy. We've had some good times together. He's been at my home. We've uh, fed him tacos. And he's a good brother in the Lord. Not to mention a great guitar player. So Jimmy Bratcher after this with Pray For Me, some good Christian blues. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thanks for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Bye. 
You can call it what you want It's always the same I can't hide from the guilt and the shame Would you pray? Pray for me Pray for me A sinner I feel just like I lost my mind Is there a cure for this sickness of mine? Would you pray? Pray for me Pray for me A sinner Sinner. 